things are going so well with our training, without you I would have never even considered an e-collar. I used to think prongs and e-collars were abusive. Thank you so much for all your help and advice. Yeah, a lot of people do. A lot of people come into thinking that because it's shock collar, you're hurt. This is why. You think you're hurting your dog. That's what it boils down to. Nobody wants to hurt your dog, including me. But you are hurting your dog already. Like, all these dogs that come into us are not on equipment. Yeah. And look at how they're behaving. Yeah. So, like, the cowards didn't create it. And they weren't abused. You know, it's like, just nobody trained them. Nobody told them no. Nobody trained them. Nobody was proactive and then nobody stopped behaviors. Next. Hey everybody, how are you? Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Trading, and this is the lovely Joelle. Hello. And today we're doing a Q&A show. We do it every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern Saturn time. This Saturday we'll be in Vegas, so we're not quite sure what time it's at. I know it's already advertised. I think it's advertised for 7, which is probably 10 p.m. Um, 10 p.m. this time here. So For the what? Q&A show. Oh, really? Oh, no, we're doing a Friday Night Live. It's going to be at, end up being at 10 p.m., though, I'm pretty sure. Oh. I think so. Yeah. No, 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 no. Friday night, it'll be, might be, I gotta figure it out. It might be at 8 o'clock Friday night. Yeah, the private one is done. Anyway, you'll just watch the icons. I think we're doing a Q&A show Friday night, the next one. Anyway, um, Jeff Gelman Seminars, and uh, Jeff Gelman Seminars is where we do our uh, uh, two-day seminars, you, you, and we're doing them in Vegas, and those are all problem-solving seminars. We actually put up a great bonking video from that seminar. Um, you, can, you can watch that. It went up yesterday. It's been up for 24 hours. It's doing fantastic. It'll help a lot of people. And then the Q&A show also is about problem solving. You'll notice that most of the questions are, you know, how do I fix? How do I fix? How do I fix? And, um, and then uh, we've got a training center here. And we just train and rehab dogs. And we do a lot of reward-based stuff to get dogs to do stuff. And we, but we're really good at stopping unwanted behaviors. So... Let's go right in. Let's start adding. Let's ask the questions. Britt, I am such a good dog parent and relax. You have changed my life with my German Shepherd. Thank you so much. Watch every show. Awesome. Kudos. Kudos to you, buddy. Blessing. Hi, J&J. What goes on at a seminar and do I need to do anything to prepare for it? What goes on the seminars? your dog gets fixed. You don't need to prepare anything at all. So as far as like you bring your dog in, it's out of control and you put your dog in a crate. I quiet it down and then we start working dogs and your dog is your dog will be fine. So prepare, I mean, I mean, if you want to, start working your dog if you want to, but you don't have to. I mean, we'll get, I'll get you used to it. We have dogs that have never been in crates that go to seminars, so next. Eric, J&J, what's up guys? Hope you're having a wonderful day so far. Angelo's party looked so fun and he really enjoyed it. Happy birthday yeah, to him. Yeah, yeah. On another note, I was working with a six month old Swiss mountain dog. Thing is already huge. We introduced the prong at Six first, months old, yeah. And then already started object, eventually started objecting and screaming like crazy. Yeah, on. yeah, it's crazy. A scene, he was more so whining when leaving the mom, when the day would practice healing with him. What should I do in a situation like this? I think, correct, but I don't want to load him more. Well, you have to shut it down. Sometimes it's always working. It's always, if you're doing an at-home or a one-on-one -on -one in front of a client and you've got a dramatic dog, it's like sometimes it's better to send the owners away, work the dog, get the dog into a good space, and then hand the dog over to them or just show them how to troubleshoot. But, you know, some there's a lot of dogs that have never, you know, heard the word no before or have never been told what to do that 
are the most dramatic. Next. Blessing about the human socializing thing. My dog has one person outside the family that he absolutely loves. He even met her when he was still messed up. Should I stop this contact too? No, not if they get along. That's fine. Next. Um, the noble dogs. What is the best bark color for small dogs with long hair? Um, well, you might have to shave something down a little bit, but small dogs, depending on how small. I mean, the, the remote collar technology, bark collar seems to be a good one. E-collar technology. E-collar, yeah. when I say remote, yeah, e-collar technology, yep. Um, Amen. Hi, Jeff. I'm starting 7 to 2 job and was wondering if it's possible to walk my husky only the night before and when I get back, or do you think he'll be unhappy and misbehave in the crate alone? I have no idea. I guess you'll find out next. Blessing. Dakota has a play biting habit and a friend said to pop the nose, but I feel like this would discourage playing. So the quest two questions are, is a pop on the nose useful, practical, and would Dakota not play anymore? I don't see how they're connected at all, but it's not the worst thing to pop a dog on the nose for putting its mouth on you. The dog should never be putting its mouth on you ever. So definitely should be correcting it. Next. Jasmine, my dog continuously whines, barks, screams, and yelps to get inside the house. We have a barking collar on him, and I've tried bonking him, but nothing stops him. How do I stop this I behavior? use a remote collar and make it suck to display that behavior. Next. The elephant in the room, Jeff. There are so many trainers with different techniques and opinions on what is is and isn't acceptable. How do we know who's worth listening to? Which techniques are suitable for our dog? I mean, I mean, tech. I mean, my techniques are similar to. Well, it depends what you're doing. So for pet, I'm a pet dog trainer. So first, find a dog trainer that aligns with what you're doing. Make sure they're a pet dog trainer. So if you go to an agility trainer, but you but you're not interested in agility it's going to be a different philosophy. So you want to find someone that gets a pet dog trainer. If you're trying to stop unwanted behaviors, you have to you have to find somebody that actually knows how to stop unwanted behaviors. A certificate doesn't mean shit. The fact that they use tools doesn't mean anything. The fact that they went to one of my seminars doesn't mean anything. So like why they hopefully they're putting out lots of their content that shows that they can fix problems. Next. Spuds, advice on working through adolescent fear period, one-year-old GSD for context, showing signs of not quite full anxiety, but definitely a lack of confidence within the last few days and just very uncomfortable. Um, work the dog through it. Just work him through it. Literally, just just put him into... Un Use obedience to leverage that uncomfortableness. I mean, so obviously if he will take food, but usually the dogs don't take food when they're in that state of mind. Um, but what you can do is you can just start working the dog. Just start working the dog. Next. Renee, hi guys, how's your hump day going? What if my dog maintains his double down, but slightly rotates his head side to side? That's fine, next. Melissa, good evening, Jeff and Joelle. Hey, hey Melissa, Melissa, how are you? Michelle, good evening, Jeff and Joelle. Hey, Michelle. Hey, Michelle, how are you? Robin, hey, J&J, &J. my one-year-old had a setback today, weirdly clingy, ignoring plays and other commands. Do dogs just sometimes have a bad day? Yeah, of course they do. Look at us, we're all, look how fucked up we're us. They're dogs, guys. Dogs aren't robots and they're not perfect. Why is it that we expect our dogs to be like these perfect things? I don't know. It's one years old, too. It's like, no, the dog's always going to make the right decision. Yeah. No, it won't. Next. Renee, question for Jeff. Have you read the book Four Agreements by Miguel? You speak wisely and it reminds me a lot of that book. Enjoy your night. Um, the title sounds familiar. I might have done the audio book. Next. <clears throat> auto, auto. Hi, J&J. &J. Thank you for everything you do. I have a dog fearful of everything. Noises, strangers, etc. He's not aggressive, but he tries to hide or run away. What's the best way to fix this? Hiding or running away, well, he should be on a leash and you don't allow him to do it. Um, he's not fearful? 
fearful but not aggressive. Right. You can correct fear. So you can make the act of fleeing uncomfortable so then the dog wants to be next to you. Next. $4.99 top chat from the Noble Dogs. What type of non-compete contract do you have new hire signed? None. Next. Um, Courtney. Hi, Jeff. I'm ecstatic to report. I have my very first paying client tomorrow. Awesome. Focusing on the walk and stopping mouthing. Thank you so much for all That's your help. That's a great start. The changed my life. Awesome. That's a great start. Congratulations. Teresa. Next. Hey, Joelle and Jeff. Happy Wednesday to you guys and everyone watching. Hey, happy, hey, happy Teresa. day. Yep. Kaylee J. Good evening, Jeff and Joelle. Things going well here with my dog and I. Even got our raw meal plans emailed to us today. So excited to start. Awesome. Nice. Lilia, saw your 180 turn video. Also used your e-collar heel. What dogs won't you use a 180 turn prong collar pop for? Do you prefer one method over the other? I use it on dogs that need it. So if a dog is healing proper, I won't use it. It's simple. Guys, I respond to, okay, fixing unwanted behaviors is different than training wanted behaviors. So in order to stop an unwanted behavior, the dog has told me that I need to do something. So then I do a certain technique. So then I do a certain technique. So there's no dog that I wouldn't try any of my behavior, any of my training that I use to stop an unwanted behavior on because it, they work on all dogs. Next. Auto, auto. Also, he knows recall. What's the best way to correct him for taking his sweet time or ignoring us without scaring him and getting him to run away on a high level with a remote collar? You put him on a long line and you proof it. Next. Cheyenne had to change a tire yesterday and Zeke behaved perfectly. Didn't get scared of any of the noises and even when there were cats everywhere, he didn't give a crap. Awesome. Good job. Congratulations. Blessing. If I'm at a seminar with my dog, should I have a bed and a Nyla bone in the crate? You don't need a Nyla bone. A bed... If the dog doesn't destroy it, sure. Or just have the dog lying down on the on the crate. Next. Um, Armani, thank you for all you do for us. Love the bonking video, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, well written, well well narrated, well taped, perfect display of bonking. Literally, it was perfect. Next. Ryan, hey y'all, just watched the video about car BS with Judy. Thanks to you guys and for her for putting that out there. It yeah. will help me too. Yeah, it'll help, it'll help a ton of people. Mm -hmm. We got so much shit for that video too. Yeah, we that did. video is so helpful. Yep. So in the bonking video we get it, we're getting a ton of shit for. It's a great video. That is a beautiful video. The shit storm has commenced. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's okay. Harry Bear, hi guys, hope you're both well. Love Harry from the UK. Hey Harry, love you too. Blessing, my dog is no longer reactive and it's okay with being off-leash. The only real problem is that we're still working on Dakota not being so nervous when socializing. Is that enough of a problem to bring him to the seminar? Well, there's not a lot of socializing goes on as far as dog-dog interaction, but you're probably having other issues, though. But come as an audit spot. Don't bring the dog then. Next. Um, Adventures of Narek. Do you know if you have a video in your archives about training a deaf and blind dog? I have an 11-week puppy like that, making progress, but very slow. It's both deaf and, and blind? blind. You have your work cut out for you. Do you really want it? Do you really want this dog? And I know that sounds cold and uncaring, but that's a, it's going to be a lot of work. Going really slow. It goes really slow with a 11-week-old dog. It's 11-week-old, right? 11-week-old dog that can see and hear. So no, that we have deaf dog training, but deaf and blind, no. Next. Adventure. I already read that. Magnus, love the show and love you guys. Love you too. Just a question about the video on Instagram with Nala. At what point do you correct her? 
Is there a specific behavior or action that crosses the line, or is it an energy thing? You tell which video is that. So it was her first play yep. in social. So if it escalates too much, like if she starts getting really vocal and like we see like it's energy, like we're really good at reading dogs. So like we just, I don't want to say we just know, but like you can tell when it's going to go too far. Right. Most dogs, are, there's always a sign. Right, right. Yeah. She did great though. Yeah. She played again today. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, Julie. Hi, Jeff and Joelle. Hey, how are you, Julie? Jasmine, love your knowledge. Thank you for sharing it. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. Armani, 225 prong. What do you do if you need a half link? Go tighter or looser? Um, Those are pretty small prongs. I mean, I would try it up higher on the neck and then maybe you'd have to add a full one next. Jay, advice on squashing prey drive after a few squirrel kills? Well, I don't want to squash the prey drive. I would just correct the dog for going after squirrels. High level on a remote collar. Next. Bitless Equestrian. Hey guys, my dog started randomly being reactive to people, even people he's loved and met before. No more he's time. never bitten someone, but I'm afraid he will. He's reactive to people? Yeah, out of nowhere. So yeah. I think it might be a protective thing. He's a great Pyrenees, and when it happens, he stands in the front of me and gets tall. Yeah, I'd say he's protecting you, and he doesn't need to protect you because people aren't trying to hurt you. So you have to correct him for that. So you can correct him numerous ways. Apply a punisher. So how do you stop that behavior is by applying a punisher. Next. Blessing. My dog is really afraid of broom, mop sticks, or any long pole thing. What would Jeff do? Um, I'd put my dog in a down, and I would have a hell of a lot of broom, mop stick, long things. So I could make a penis joke now, but I won't. Um, so what I would do is I would um, absolutely um, uh, have the dog around lots of distractions and correct the dog for breaking a command. Like those the things that the dog's afraid of. Next. Um, Eamon, I'm starting a seven to three job and was wondering if it's possible to walk my husky. I already read that one. Yep. Um, he said, sorry, I missed the answer. So we watched the replay last next. Um, Dina, hi, Jay and Jay, Jeff, I love your honesty and your fuck it if you don't like it attitude. Well, life's too short and there's so much bullshit out there. Next. And we're going, this is a fast paced show, huh? I know. We're getting through all the questions really quick. Well, maybe because there's some rants. Maybe there's not just a lot of longer questions that need like longer answers. Yeah. You know what I mean? 499 Top Chat from the Noble Dogs. How is your hiring, vetting process, hiring, firing process changed? No, vetting. Vetting, vetting process yeah. over the years. And what is the best technique you found on your business, for your business today? Unpaid internships? No, that could be a shit show, actually. It's hard to get the right person in. I think getting getting help in general is hard. Mm. Um, we look for nice people. I think if we're looking for a trainer, we're either looking for somebody that's totally green, that we can shape them. Mm -hmm. Sometimes trainers that are really experienced are, are, they can't break some bad habits that might not work with what we do. Right. We look for nice people. Nice, twice, yeah, nice, so nice is probably number one. Yeah, Next. you can't train nice. Yeah. Um, Karen, GSD lover. Good evening, Jeff and Joelle. Hey, good evening. Erin, is it okay to go running with the dog in a prong collar? Yeah, absolutely. You can go running or biking. It's actually safer because the dog's not choking. Prong collars look barbaric, but they're not. It's actually the most gentlest collar on the dog. Next. Magnus, awesome. Thanks, guys, for the info. You're welcome. Dean, hi J and J. Cheers from Canada. Hey. Hey Canada. Blessing. I wanted to make a that's what she said joke too. Cool. Um, Cheyenne and Zeke. 
things are going so well with our training. Without you, I would have never even considered an e-collar. I used to think prongs and e-collars were abusive. Thank you so much for all your help and advice. Yeah, a lot of people do. A lot of people come into thinking that because it's shock collar, you're hurt. This is why you think you're hurting your dog. That's what it boils down to. Nobody wants to hurt your dog, including me. But you are hurting your dog already. Like, all these dogs that come into us are not on equipment. Yeah. And look at how they're behaving. Yeah. So, like, the cowards didn't create it. And they weren't abused. You know, it's like, just nobody trained them. Nobody told them no. Nobody trained them. Nobody was proactive and then nobody stopped behaviors. Next. Sandra Buck. Missed the B-Day party. Ate the ice cream. Have some leftover in case of the replay. Java chocolate chunk. Not sure how long I can save it. LOL. Well, I, Ooh, I, I would eat it. I don't think we live streamed anything. No, we didn't. Yeah, we didn't. We were just too... It was, it was crazy. It was a busy day today. Bitless Equestrian. I'd love to become a dog trainer, but I just don't know where to start. Start working with tons and tons and tons of dogs. Just start working lots of dogs. Next. Um, Julia's Gallery. Hello, you two. Just popping in to say hello. Well, that's nice. Yeah, I mean, people that want to become a dog trainer, it's like, some people are like, do I get a certificate? I don't have a certificate. But certificate doesn't mean anything. I'm sorry, it doesn't. Do you want me to memorize a bunch of answers and then pass a test? Like, I will, but what does that prove? Like, can you rehab this dog? Can you train this dog? You know, doing an internship with somebody for six months that knows what they're doing, that's helpful. That's way more helpful. You're better off paying a dog trainer to work for them than paying a school sometimes. Next. Um, did I already read Julia's Gallery? Just popping in to say hello. Nope, I didn't. Julia's Gallery. Hello. Just popping in to say hello. Jasmine, I'm excited for your show in Australia next year. Oh, yeah, make sure you buy tickets. That's going to be a good one. Robin, running out of questions. Here's one. Could you please give a quick refresher on how to lay a remote on prong collar for walking skills? We're doing well with the prong at this point. Yeah, what you're doing is we do you do well at the beginning stages. You do you do continuous. So normally you pop the dog back. We want to teach the dog that low level low level pressure brings the dog back. So you hit the but the a lower level on the dog so it feels it, and then you guide the dog backwards. And then what you do is the dog then goes. Um, uh, uh, then eventually you pattern that and then you stop using your leash hand and you just use the remote hand and as the dog goes back and then eventually what you do is you just you would use a high level correction for the dog forging the head next mm, bit less equestrian I'm so done my family always teases me about using the mini educator and prong collar on my dog what do I tell them when they say seriously you're shocking your dog tell, it's so annoying so tell them that if they continue to do that you will stop coming over their house or interacting with them. Next. Mm -hmm. Teresa, haven't started this step yet, but any tips for differentiating different objects such as water bottle versus soda can if I, don't I run do, into I, a problem? I don't do that training. We've taught Odin Malinois to hold and carry items. Mm -mm. Here's a good example. So if you you wouldn't hire me to train that because I, I don't know how to do that. That's not what I do. So a great example is how to find a dog trainer is you want to find a service dog trainer or somebody that knows how to do that. I have no idea how to do that. Next. Mm, Teresa um, says, Bitless, find a shelter to volunteer for that allows you to correct a dog, train friends and family members, dogs, etc. Yep. yep. Cheryl, I want to use the bonker for dog reactivity. You say to only use it at home. He doesn't see dogs at home. He doesn't do anything that warrants bonking at home. Yes, Advice? he does. He does. What I mean is, 
I think you mentioned about like you don't want you were afraid to use the bonker out in public. What happens is you do you you the dog is doing something at home to be bonked for. There's no way your dog is perfect at home. It's impossible. Your dog is doing something. So it's not for just dog reactivity. Bonking is to for, to teach the word no and to eliminate arousal. So a great example is go to your go to you to do start your walk, go to your front door, put your dog in a sit and your dog um, your dog starts scanning outside, you say no, bonk the dog. Boom. No, bonk the dog. Now the dog goes, holy shit. Boom. That's what you bonk. But there's other ways to say, there's other things your dog probably does at home that you can instill no for. Teaching, you're teaching the word no. You're not using it when the dog's reactive. A bonker is not to be used when the dog is reactive. That's not how the bonker is used. Watch the video that um, I, put, I put up. Next. Blessing. I'm meeting a balance trainer tomorrow for an apprenticeship. Yay. Awesome. Jay. Hey, Jay and Jay. Just got back from a 15-hour road trip with the dog. He just laid quietly and slept the whole time. I'm sure all his daily structure has helped. It has helped. Yeah. That's the whole idea. It's like, guys, I don't think a lot of people know how great their dogs can actually be. No, I don't think they do. The, the yeah. bar is set so low It really days. is. They have no idea. They just have no idea how great their dogs can be. Yeah. Next. The elephant in the room. Where can I find out more about your Australia dates? Um, JeffGelmanSeminars.com. JeffGelmanSeminars.com has all my tour dates so far, but 2020 is not done yet. But Australia is up there. Next. The Noble Dogs, 4.99 Top Chat. Do you pay to train green staff? I spent $1,500 training a green trainer. They left to start their own thing once they were trained. What lease advice? Um, they you they obviously didn't want to work for you. They obviously don't want to work for you. So you obviously didn't give them enough incentive to stay with you or they didn't you they didn't want to work for you. It's a mutual thing. It's a two-way street. So we're about to make a couple new hires. Well, after 30 days, first of all, yes, people get paid to start here um, once they start working, um, unless it's an internship. And what you do is after 30 days, you sit them down and say, hey, do you like us? Do you like, you know, do, or do you want to stay with us? And do we want to stay with you? It has to be a mutual, it has to be a mutual, it's a two-way street. Any employee can leave at any moment. And in the state of Rhode Island, you can terminate somebody at any moment for no cause. So, but we're looking for good people. So if you're good, we wouldn't want to hire you. And if you're a good, if you're a good employer, they shouldn't want to leave you. Now, if they went and started their own business, well, that's on them. Nothing you can do about it. And I don't, I don't believe in non-compete clauses because what are you going to do? Are you going to take them to court? Do you really want to fight that? I don't. I'd rather spend my time doing other things. Next. Jamie, will you ever be coming to Virginia? I would love to come to one of your seminars. Yeah, uh, we're going to be in South Carolina. In we're going to be in Frederick, Maryland. We're close enough. Frederick, Maryland is very close. Next. Julie, I wanted to be sure to say a huge thank you, Jeff. When my dog hears her leash and prong, she naturally sits, but is so excited because she knows that means we're going for a walk. Awesome. Nice. Teresa, was worth a shot since you were running out of questions, LOL. Oh, that's fine. I don't mind. Um, Carla, hi, Jay and Jay. Sending you, sending you love from Toronto, hoping to attend a seminar if you come up here. Um, why don't you come to the Buffalo Seminar? That's already in the books. So you're two hours from the Buffalo Seminar. It's across the border. Come to Buffalo. All right, the dates, I'm not sure the dates, but they're they're up at jeffgelmanseminars.com. Next. 
Cheyenne and Zeke, there was a Dutch Shepherd puppy that got euthanized for being mentally unstable. The owners did purely positive training and denied a person to take her because the person used a prong knee collar. Mm -hmm. So heartbreaking. Yeah, so they killed their dog. So anybody that owns a Dutchie shouldn't be doing purely positive training. But it's like, it won't work. First of all, no dogs, no dogs, no bad behavior is ever, first of all, there's no such thing as purely positive training. But the problem is that dog was probably fine and they killed their dog. So it's so funny how we get called abusive, but meanwhile, I don't have the whole story, but chances are this dog was healthy, chances are this dog was fine, chances are there's nothing wrong with this dog, but it is a Dutch Shepherd, and Dutch Shepherds, like, they need to be corrected. Every dog does, but a Dutch Shepherd absolutely does. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Julie, she doesn't have to be corrected on her walk with her prong, but she knows it is part of her leash, and she is way happy. Yeah, don't explain the prong. You know, you my dogs all wear prongs on, on walks, because my life is easier. Next. Yep. Fitless Equestrian, I live on Kauai and there's only one shelter here. They're absolute asses. Yeah, don't. Just find friends and family dog. Um, work with dogs for free. Just start working with lots of dogs. There's tons of there's tons of outdoor, out-of-control dogs. Plus, I've got a seminar coming up in Maui. Don't forget. Next. David Smith. Hey, guys. Watching over dinner. Hey, David. How are you, buddy? What you eating, David? Steak and bacon? Probably. Keto. Some avocado. Something keto. Cheyenne and Zeke, so heartbreaking. Yep, it is. Well, that's what happens. That's what happens. People yeah. people want to know that people are like, shock. What's the, what's the slogan, it, death before discomfort? Yeah, it's like, oh my God, shock cowards are going to destroy dogs. No, it's not. Lack of training is destroying yeah. dogs. The lack of holding a dog accountable destroys dogs. In the UK, where they're trying to ban shock cowards, there's 300,000 people using, using, I mean, remote cowards. 300,000 people are using them. There's 300,000 dogs now that don't have access to... To, to being able to train their dog the way they want. A lot of those dogs will probably end up dead. Next. Sad. Yep. David Smith. Rocky hadn't been on a leash for about a month due to my traveling and him having a leg injury. But when I took him to the park this last weekend, he was a bit sloppy and a bit reactive, but his training kicked right back in. Good, so yeah. thankful for all you do. Yeah, it's like physical fitness. Kim, thank you for mentioning that dogs can still get bit through chain link fence. My seven-month-old dog wants to run my main back fence when the neighbor's dog is out. I should use the e-collar for recall. No, you should use the e-collar to stop the fence running first. No, correct high, stops it, then recall. Next. The elephant in the room. How old should a dog be when you start bonking? Um, depending on the behavior. Guys, bonking is based on the behavior of the dog. We don't bonk to teach obedience. A bonker is a punisher that is used for the for the dog so 10 week old puppies biting your hands you can bonk the dog it's not used for sit down place recall it's not used for any trick training it's not used for service stuff like uh teaching a task that's all done with positive reinforcement food and clickers or food in a marker a bonker is used to stop an unwanted behavior or to de-arouse a dog so what's the dog doing and there's many ways to apply a punisher. We do many ways. The bonker is just one of the fantastic ways to do it. Next. Grace, dog was recently attacked and could not wear tools. Neck was badly injured. Back on tools now, but he has no hair on his neck still. And the prong collar is irritating it. How can I protect the skin? Um, you, they make a nickel-free or an allergen-free uh, prong collar. Also, you can put a bandana on the dog's neck and put the collar over the bandana. Next. Um, 
there's a 299 top chat. I don't know who it's from, and there's no question. So thank you, whoever that was. Oh, thanks. Um, Renee, keep up the great work. You guys deserve all the success you have. Oh, awesome. Thanks. Fitless Equestrian. Shane and Zeke, I saw that. The story was heartbreaking. Yeah, it's terrible. Um, yep. Shane and Zeke says, yep, she's perfectly fine, healthy, and happy. I know she was only a few months old. Yep. Dean, threatening the Punisher, the bonker at the door is the mindset. If no is said, it always has to be followed through with the bonk. Correct. No question, or does just the no eventually take over? Um, no with something eventually, but no eventually is enough. But not for a while. So, next. Auto, auto, which of the lesser evils would you pick? Leaving a dog with separation anxiety at home or taking him into a crowded social gathering that my dog is likely afraid of being vigilant with people or not petting him? Um, with well, people not petting him. Well, what I would do is fix the being left at home and then also work on the being out in public and working on your boundary issues about keeping people away from him. Next. Um, Julia's Gallery. Oh, I do have a question. Prong collar keeps flipping on my staffy's neck. It's tight. Why is it flipping? Also, pinch heads come undone just because. What's up? It's probably, it's probably a cheap-ass collar. So, but also, ne dogs' necks expand and contract, but it could be a really inexpensive collar. It just could be, if it's made in China, which has the, it has... Um, she said, is the expensive prong not a cheapie from PetSmart? Expensive doesn't mean anything. When What's expensive? Expensive is, is what's expensive to you, expensive to me. What's the brand of it? Is it an actual Herm Springer prong collar? So it could be a $25 cheap one, or a that could be expensive for you. So I don't know what expensive is. And expensive doesn't mean good. Next. Teresa, I love the community you've built here and how helpful and encouraging everyone is, one to one another. Hope yeah. for humankind. Yeah, well that's the only way that we that's the only way that we operate is through kindness. I mean, if there's no kindness, then get off my fucking show. Pretty much. Yeah, I mean I'm not interested I'm not interested in not having friendly people. Agreed. That's why I, I clear off all, I clean out like all negative content. People are always amazed by that. Oh my God, he deleted my comments. I'm like, of course I did. Called him an asshole. But it's not even that, or it was negative. Yeah. Like I do, I, you know, this, every morning I wake up, I delete comments. Mm -hmm. It's like, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I'll leave it there. Yep. Uh, Magnus, you said no bonking for obedience. If a dog knows the command, like sit, would you bonk if he doesn't listen? Um, I probably would, I probably would use a remote collar instead, but you could, but I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. Next. Blessing, you say prong collars don't hurt, but that's not true because cheap ass knockoffs hurt like hell. Well, what I meant by that is the prong collar sits there by itself. It does not. So sitting there, it doesn't hurt. Shock collars don't hurt. They sit there. I can make anything hurt. So my foot can hurt a dog. My hand can hurt a dog. A martingale can hurt a dog. A piece of twine can hurt a dog. What I mean by not hurting is, is them just sitting there, they don't hurt. Next. I also say tools don't train dogs. I also say food doesn't train dogs. I say dog training trains dogs. Next. Amen. Grace, is the stim from different brands the same? I used Dogtra and I was curious if the mini educator would be different to the dog. No, it's a different or stim pattern. you have pattern. to start over if you switch brands? You would not have to start over, but it is a different stim pattern. Yep. Yep. Kim, sorry for the follow-up question. I'm waiting for the e-collar to show up. Do I need to do something of an intro for the dog before he just runs to the fence and I use it? Can you explain? Thanks. Through the fence or 
back and forth on the fence. So if you're trying to stop fence fighting, you don't need to prep the dog at all. You, you make the act of fence fighting suck and then the dog stops. Next. Martin, Herm Springer collar should be around $30. Great investment. Yep, exactly. That's I wouldn't consider that expensive. Bitless Equestrian, what do you think of fasting a dog for a couple of days? My dog won't eat his food. I have to change like every two weeks because he gets bored of it. No, he doesn't. You're, 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 you're an accommodating owner. Stop accommodating, stop accommodating the dog. Next. So don't change the food. Find, you know, feed raw, number one, if you want to, but you don't have to. Just stick, stick from, stay away from hills. There's no great kibble, that's the problem. Most food, is, most food is crap. Yeah. So, Fresh. Nestle just brought up a couple of good brands from Canada. Who knows what they've done with it. Um, but, you know, raw food is great. Next. Mm, Cheyenne and Zeke was talking about dog health issues with some acquaintances at school. I mentioned that if my dogs ever got cancer or lost mobility in their hind legs, I'd euthanize them. Got so much hate for it. Yeah, so would I. I mean, if the dog got cancer, I wouldn't. If the dog, you know, but I've put down, I, I put down a dog, one of my dogs recently, well, not recently, probably about a year ago, um, because he, he lost mobility in his legs. He had a huge tumor. He couldn't get up two steps and he couldn't hold his urine um, and feces anymore at night, through the night. And it was getting worse. So I decided to put him down. And he was nine, I think nine years old, 10 years old maybe, German Shepherd. Could I have kept him alive for six more months? Maybe, but he barely made it from the van into the vet office. And I'm not picking up a dog to go outside every morning to go to the bathroom. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like if pe people think that they're like, you know, What's that word? They're, you know, they're growing their wings by doing that. I don't think you are. I think you're actually, you know, I don't think that's fair to the dog. And I don't think it's fair to the human. Mm. Let, let, just let go. It's time to let go. Next. Yeah. Bitless Equestrian says he eats anything but his food. Mm. I don't know what to tell you. Next. Mm. I'm not, I'm, I'm a trainer. So all I know is that like, maybe that's the problem. He eats everything else. Next. Blazing Crypto. Hi, I've been using a prong for walks recently, which has worked well, but my dog has begun to put constant pressure on the collar. Any suggestions? Yeah, you're not using, you're not popping quick. You have to pop way earlier. So don't pop. Most people let the dog get too far ahead before they apply leash pressure. Apply leash pressure in a pop form way before. Next. Waiting for you. I know. Cheyenne and Zeke. Zeke would be broken if he couldn't run. I wouldn't want to see my dog suffer. Right. Next. Jess. Have you ever had a dog that you couldn't train, not turned away, but tried and couldn't get through to the dog? No, but we've had dogs that didn't get to where we wanted them to. They're dogs. Is every person that go through rehab successful? No. Look at how many losers come out of Harvard. Do you know what I mean? Look at how many doctors go to medical school. Are they good? Are they all good? No. Also depends on what the dogs came in with. And we also don't deal with easy dogs. We deal with very difficult dogs. We've had dogs that come through here that have had to be put down, you know, within weeks of them leaving. We gave it our best shot. They are dogs. Or they're not, they didn't become safe enough. They didn't become safe enough. Next. Julia's Gallery. 
It is Herm. Purchased from the Doggy Den here. He only sells that brand. Okay. Dean, your opinion on training fixed dogs versus unfixed dogs? Any difference in your experience? I am, I'm not seeing any difference. Next. Julie, stop accommodating the dog. Words to train by. Yep. Ashley, Raw has been an amazing transition for my dog. Switching my cat soon, too. Yeah, Raw, raw, raw food is wonderful. Um, Next. Blessing. I know you said that kibble is crap, but is there a difference between kibbles and bits versus blue buffalo? Yeah, I'm sure there is a difference, but, you know, mo yeah, keep in mind that I'm not, an, first of all, I'm not a nutritionist. I'm the farthest thing from a dog food expert you'll find. You might as well ask me about goldfish food. <laughs> but just think about the shelf life of kibble from the manufacturer to a distributor, to a, to a distributor, to a wholesaler, to the retailer, to the consumer. Just think about the temperature fluctuations going in an 18-wheeler, in a warehouse, in the store. Think about the chemicals that is, are, that's used in it to keep the food fresh. For months, years. For, for years sometimes. Yeah. Just think about that. Think about the chemicals that are put in there to keep that food fresh. Also, the ingredients that are used are ingredients that that are just not necessary. They have some crazy documentaries. So, so read labels. Learn how to read labels. There's stuff in there that's like, holy shit, are you serious? Have you ever watched any of like, the documentaries on there? Yeah. Pretty So tonight, I did food prep. Me too. I did. I, I, so I, have a, I put a bunch of pork... A bunch of beef, a bunch of uh, beef liver, um, duck heads, duck necks. Um, oh, I put in, yeah, oh, I got a good picture of pig brain. Oh, nice. My some, dogs love pig Yeah, brain. I put some pig brain in there. So it's like I know exactly what I put in my food. Next. <clears throat> Hippie Mama, Minnie's owner here. I've been working with her housemate, Lexi, while Minnie is at boot camp. I guess it's working. Came into the kitchen and Lexi's bowl was full of food. Then I saw Lexi still in place. Good. I realized we'd gone to take a shower and never released her. She sat there the whole time I was gone. Thanks for all your guidance. Wow. I could not have done it without you. Awesome. Congratulations. Bitless Equestrian. I've definitely been doing my research. Dog raw. I think it might be the way to go. It's just so expensive here. What kind of raw do you It's feed? not expensive. It definitely looks like it would be super healthy. No. Buy food. Buy, 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 go to the grocery store and just buy food for your dog. If you can get it in, at wholesale, it's way Yeah, cheaper. so we buy it in, we buy it in bulk. We buy it from we buy it from a, a distributor where restaurants go to buy their food, but you're buying enough of it cuz you can prep it. Mm -hmm. So I mean, we only like you can buy 20 pounds of raw beef. I prepped so much food. I feel so accomplished. Yeah, I, when we, I have like a nice Yeah, you can buy 40 archive. pounds. You can buy 40 pounds of pork and you just prep it and then freeze it. And yeah. you freeze it in bags already ready to go. So tonight I've got I probably have, let's see, I brought 19 bags to work. I probably have another 30 bags at home. So I prepped about over the last, well, I had some already stored. So tonight I probably prepped 25 bags of dog food. So okay. technically that's, that's you know, that's not for my dogs. That's only, what is that? Technically only Why'd a you week. Why did you bring 19? How many meals are you feeding while you're gone? One each. I know, but like. Well, sometimes like... I've been feeding them here lately. Oh, yeah. got yeah, it. Yeah. So if I get out of work late, I feed him here. Gotcha. Blazing crypto. Any tips for a dog putting constant pressure on the prong collar? Yeah, pop earlier. You're not popping early enough. Next. 
Keaton, five month old now, training going great, walked outside to her eating off the ground and I told her no, went to look and smelt poop on her breath, spanked her, then she got the zoomies. Okay. I didn't have a bonker leash on her and we haven't done e-collar work yet, so I said no and spanked her. Okay. So next, I would get an e-collar on the dog and set it up and next time the dog goes over to poop, 100 for three seconds, make it suck. Next. 499, top chat from Dino, J and J, having trouble with break. If dog is in place, won't get off. When playing tug and tell him to leave it, has no interest in rope when I say break. So as far as with break, we use break for commands. So it would be, you'd, you'd pop the leash and then you can feed reward at break. As far as letting go of something, we don't say leave it, but it doesn't matter. We say out. But if the dog doesn't want to play after that, you might have used, um, the dog just might be a low drive dog, or you correct it too high for out or for leave it. Next. Ashley, I do a variety of stuff, but buying in bulk and prepping a few weeks at a time is way cheaper than doing less. Yep. Correct. Kim, my dog is seven months, just wants to play with another dog. The other dog is over four years and is guarding chickens and other livestock. So yes, thank you. I will teach my dog not every dog is to play with. No, yeah, most dogs are not. Teach your dog to be totally like just could care less about dogs next keaton i love how people are blown away by raw and i've met people who cook their dog chicken and other stuff well that's stupid to cook the food you destroy all the nutrients yeah you're destroying and the nutritional they're not value getting all the nutrients they need because yeah. they need to eat bone right to get certain minerals and you can't give them you, you can't, can't give, give them, them cooked bone, bone. Right. right right yeah raw is raw next cheyenne and zeke my dogs have lived outdoors their entire lives. It's where they're happiest. Now they need to live inside. Where do I start? Oh, God. Oh, crate the, Crate them up. Crate them up. Next. Ashley, for Dog Kibble, watch the documentary Dog Fooled on Amazon. It's mind-blowing. Yeah. It's Pet Fooled. Yeah, it's Pet Fooled. Pet Fooled. Next. Um, Robin, look how many losers come out of Harvard. Ha, ha, ha. Touche. Yeah, it's true. Magnus, where do you get your meat for raw diets? Um, we just start a raw feeding podcast. No, we don't know anything about I don't know enough about it. So I go to... I go for all of my like duck heads and duck necks. I, there's an Asian market that I go to. It's a humongous supermarket. I'm in Providence for my my proteins. I go to a huge meat wholesaler that you can buy. If you call them up to now and you said I need two thousand pounds of raw beef, they'd be like, okay. Okay. <laughs> Next. Uh, Robin, look how many. Oh, I read that. Harry Bear. Recently introduced place command to my girl, three-year-old Welsh Collie. Um, she's smart and got it in five minutes. I use it to calm her after a busy day, when visitors leave, after she eats, etc. Awesome. Um, it says continued, but I don't know where the rest is, Harry. Oh. Um, KK. Good evening, J&J. Happy birthday to Angelo. Love the bonking video posted. Had a great time at the pack walk. Dogs are getting better. Still too excited at the farmer's market with the other rowdy dogs. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough. It can be hard, especially when there's a lot of rowdy dogs there. Yeah. Next. 30 foot lines on. Bob, kibble quality is not just the ingredients, it's also the high temp extruding process that can make it carcinogenic plus did, did it additives, etc. Uh, additives, yes. Well, there's no A, so I'm like, yep, I'm yep, additives. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Thanks, Bob. Grace, the salt bar will help when checking out food labels. There's a big difference between brands. I do part raw and part kibble. That way when I travel, I'm not toddling around raw food on a plane, toting around raw food. You can always go to the supermarket when you get there. Next. Yeah. Bob, like food coloring and preservatives, if not natural, the more you research, the scarier it is. Yeah, it gets really scary. It's real scary. It's like vaccines. Next. Armani, explain the prepping process for raw food. You cut I it. started this. You, what, what do you mean the prepping process for raw food? Do you know how to cook? 
It's but, even easier. You wait, don't hold have on. to cook. Wait, prepping as in like, how do you get your dog ready for it? We just, I just switched overnight. I fasted my guys, I think for 24 hours. Yeah, but as far as like, how do we food mm. prep? I cut up all the ingredients and I have it all spread out. And then I put the bowl on the scale and then I know exactly how much protein I need, 80% protein, and then how much organs I need. And I just like grab it all and I get, I feel, I make, I, each one of my dogs eats two pounds of food, approximately two pounds of food per meal. Next. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. YWNM, everything after the salt content is less than 1%. Teresa, do you guys freeze for a minimum of one month prior to feeding? Hell no, unless it's wild game. Like if I get deer, yeah, I leave it in the freezer for a while. Yeah, time. so we get, no, we don't. So sometimes, yeah, I mean, I've got my, the deer that I have has been in there for. I let the deer sit for a while. Right, sometimes. That's it. If it comes from a food store, no. Organ meat, yeah, because if I buy 20 pounds of organ meat, that lasts for a really long time. Yeah, true. But 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 if I need some right away, it gets used. I use it, yeah. Use, I use some of it right away. Next. Yeah. Like beef. Like beef, uh, beef uh, was a liver. I think you have the box is here. Like it's humongous. I still am working on one from like six months ago. Yeah, exactly. Daniel, dog yips the air and barks at me while I'm working. What can I do? Um, while you're working, yips the. Are you working the dog or just working in general? Just working. I think. Working. Just use a remote cow to shut it down. Next. Um, Bitless Equestrian. Why did you decide to train dogs? You too, Joel. Um, because um, I owned a dog. And it was out of control and nobody can help me. So, so I found somebody can help me and I realized how helpful it was and people started asking me to train their dogs. Same. Yep. <laughs> Here I am. Um, Harry Bear, however, she knows how to pull at my heartstrings in a way she looks at me, those sad eyes, but I'm digging in and keeping her there until I say break. Yeah, that, oh, so just, don't get, just don't get sucked into that. Don't. Just don't get sucked into it. Holding on dog training, deaf dog recall inside, good when not looking, low momentary stim, outside totally different off course. Of course. Any tips instead of dialing up to surprise level, trying not to make it a correction? Why not? It's not listening to you. Teach the dog how to be corrected on the remote. So any, 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 it's not just with deaf dogs, but any, any um, training outside is much more difficult. So it's not a, it's not necessarily a correction outside, but you can it's going to be dialed up outside. Your levels are normally going to be higher outside. Next. Yeah. And you can still use leash guidance too. Right. Next. Um, Keaton, when making it suck, is that a hundred every time, or do you go high and look for lots of discomfort? Um, it depends on what I'm training, but make it suck. I only do for maybe five or six life-saving things, and that's usually the highest level. Next. Tim, what methods are guide dog trainers utilizing to create arguably the best behaved dogs around when they aren't allowed to use prong, e-collar, or heavy correction? They do use heavy corrections. They're lying to you. Especially blind dogs for the blind are using heavy corrections. So don't believe everything you hear. They're being lied to. There's no way a dog has got great public access training and is um, on reward-based only. There's no way. At some point, that dog, they set that dog up for failure. Here's a great example. You ready? Guide dog for the blind. Well, first of all, talk to somebody that actually speaks the truth. Guide dog for the blind. So if I'm blind, and my dog, and I'm standing in a corner, and uh, the light turns walk, and now they've got audible noises, so I tell my dog I want to walk. 
and my dog sees a car coming that's not stopping or a bicycle not stopping does my dog walk out into traffic with me and kill me or does my dog override my signal and stay so do we both die or does my dog whose job it is is to keep me safe go i'm not moving the way that is trained and proofed is through an extremely extremely heavy correction if the dog goes out into traffic in a role-playing environment before it's released to the handler and i would hope it would be because if not you're dead so task training is reward-based obedience is reward-based public access training is a balance most likely and then and then high level obedience is is there's corrections involved and most dogs are not capable of being ser real service dogs they wash out next twenty dollar top chat from ywnm thanks for all your advice you're welcome two dollar top chat from cheryl no question though cool keaton when in public, my male will see another dog and just sit and walk in on it. No noise, just staring. Do I correct with prong pop and no? What's say that again? The male is just like fixating on other dogs, but it's not like doing anything bad. I mean, I, you might if you don't want your dog, but you, I don't know what your dog's thinking. You might be misreading your dog. I don't know. It just might be looking at the dog. Next. Bob, Jeff, you have several GSDs. What would you estimate your meal cost is per feeding of raw? Oh, I don't know. Um, I don't pay attention. I don't have a budget. I just buy food. I'd have to really break it down. I'd have to. I'd have to. I'd have to. I can. I could do it. Like I could probably figure out. What do you spend monthly? I don't know. Oh. That's the problem. I don't really know any. Yeah, any I just buy days. food. But I. But, like but I. I could break it down. I mean, how much per meal per day? I don't know. I mean, I've got three dogs on raw. So that's 90 meals. Probably, I'm probably spending $300, I would imagine, a month on food for them at least. Yeah. Yeah. Next. Bob, um, I already read that. Jamie, my dog is a very picky eater, but I do feed her kibble along with chicken necks. She loves them. Awesome. Keaton, I never hear you speak of martingale collars. Thoughts? Um, they're not a training collar historically. It's a very safe collar. I feel that every dog that, that gets adopted from a shelter should get a martingale collar on it so there, so it doesn't um, escape. It, they, they can't back out of it. But it's a limited choke. We just don't train on them. Next. Kaylee J, I love all the raw feeding discussion. Awesome. Keaton. Yeah, yeah. Don't get used to it because that's not my... That, guys, no, I'm not qualified to discuss raw food. That's not, I, I just feed it. I feel like most raw feeders are like self-taught. Yeah. I was. I, there, read, I just read a shit ton But there's about. a ton of stuff online, on forums. And then we do at Pet Nutrition, at PetNutrition.com. She's very knowledgeable. Next. Keaton, not to mention kibble is stored in plastic that leaks chemicals too. Same concept that alkaline water is really only alkaline in glass bottles, not plastic. <gasps> I never thought of that. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Tim. 
Is shit going to hit the fan during dogs' adolescent teenage months, regardless of great training, or is it a result of lack of training? Um, probably both. Next. Dean, nonsense in the crate. Do you prefer the bonker or rattling, tapping the top of the cage, or would this bed be dog situation dependent? It would be results oriented. Do whatever works. Do whatever works. Next. Cheryl, whining in crate, stimmed him high three seconds, but will continue 20 minutes later. What do I keep going? Higher? What do I do? Keep well, if you go high, yeah, you could do higher. It could be lower. It could be how much does your dog know? What's it look like? I always ask people, what's it look like? Out, what's it look like outside the crate? What's the rest of the day look like? So what's the rest of the day look like? I always do that. Next. Teresa, I asked because through research, I've read that freezing for one month kills any potential worms in the meat. But I was thinking they would be dead upon freezing pretty much instantly. I don't think store-bought food has worms. In the United like, in the United States, we shouldn't have worms in our food. Correct. Like I said, though, if it's wild game, I right. will freeze. Right. In the, in the United States. Also, dogs have different digestive systems. Next. Yeah. Um, David, I've seen Jay train a deaf dog. What are the challenges with a blind one? Obviously, no hand commands, LOL. Treat is normal as far as command and correction. Correct, yeah. Blind dog should be held accountable as well. Sometimes people use odors at doorways so they can find themselves around. Um, more leash guidance, most likely. Um, more verbal, more, more audio, most likely. You know, you know, so the dog can identify where to go. But a lot of it's done on leash, so it doesn't make a difference. Next. Canine crafts and music, how to handle an overzealous toothy receiver, eight week old puppy while training with treats. That's a five dollar top chat, by the way. So for for I don't know what you mean by overzealous, and it's an eight week old puppy. So it's a shit show right now. So they're out of control. So right now you're just doing all marker and food training. You're working on sit, down, place, um, re tons of recall training, going in and out of the crate, shutting up in the crate, waiting at thresholds. That's pretty, and you're not worried about duration right now. Next. Crixis, hi guys, just checking in, been a while. Dog's healing well from broken leg, hope all is well. Good, things are going really well, thank you. Teresa said thanks for the input. You're welcome. Holding on dog training. Gotta, she feels it, ignores it since she knows it. I'm overthinking, lol, thanks. Yeah, just use more leash guidance. No need to struggle, you always have the answer, love y'all. Yep. Kim, what is the raw food website you've said before? My dog has random diarrhea. I need to look into this raw and go slow. Thank at, you. At petnutrition.com. At petnutrition.com. On Instagram. <clears throat> Teresa, truth on the guide dog. Also needs to dedicate on command in order to pass training along with other service dog standards. Yeah, everybody, this whole positive thing is bullshit. Just to let everybody, all, just to let everybody out there know, this all positive training is bullshit. There's no such thing, it's a lie. All dogs have some form of a punitive action done to it. All dogs. All dogs are corrected. A punisher is applied to all dogs. When you put a leash on a dog, you have limited its movement. Theoretically, it is a punishment. When you put a dog in your car and close the door, you have confined the dog to an area, you are theoretically restricting its free movement. It cannot go out of the car. Therefore, it is a punisher. A puni punishment is not bad. This is just something that dog trainers argue about because that's what dog trainers do. And all these scientists and doctors and stuff, they just do it because they get funded for doing it or that's their passion. 
or their 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 ideology. It's just that's just the way it is. There's people that scream that vegan diets are the best, keto is the best, um, like 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 this the you know vegetarians the best. It's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. It's just the way it is. But for when it comes to dogs, to say that correcting a dog is not done is an outright blatant lie. Yes, it is. I assure you. It always is. And if you ever want to see the harshest stuff done to a dog, it's usually at the vet office. Next. Julie's Gallery, J&J, if your dogs were out of control that first training time, was your confidence high? How did you find that confidence? Wash you with the Pitbull, Death Row in Rhode Island, amazing, scary dog. No, that wasn't a scary dog. That dog was full of shit. Brick. That's not a scary dog at all. That was a friendly dog. So, so I, I, I just, I just, I'm, I'm just experience. Lots of experience. Next. Um, bad. Why do positive only trainers say they get failed balance trained dogs and balance trainers say they get failed positive only trained dogs? Why the divide? It's so weird to me. Probably because it's true. Because there's a lot of bad dog trainers out there. Next. Teresa says poop, not dedicate. LOL. I, I after I read it, I'm like she probably meant defecate. Um, Cheryl, I use collar and prong on all my service dogs in the beginning of training to answer that question. Yeah, every like some places don't, but that's fine. Everything, the proof is in the pudding. Under high levels of stress in the real world, can the dog perform if it's a service dog? And most can't. I can't tell you how many TSA dogs get washed out because they're not exposed to environmentals. All these TSA bomb sniffing dogs are trained in a sterile environment, not all, but a lot of them are trained in a sterile environment out in the country. Guess what? You're working in busy airports. Right? With slippery floors. Next. Ashley, I still do on mine. He'll always use them. Yes, it's no big deal. Guys, tool, using tools on dogs is no big deal. Mm-mm. Next. Kato, hello from Indonesia. Just want to say your videos are awesome. Cheers. Cheers to you. Hello. Bitless Equestrian, how much time do your dogs spend in the crate daily? I don't know. At least half the day, if not more. Yeah, mine too. 16 hours a day, I imagine. I mean, I work a lot. Next. Not consecutively. Yep. But, like, they're always, like, with us. Yep. Um, $5 top chat. Canine crafts and music. Training is going well, but he bites when taking treat. How do I dial him down as he takes the food? This is the one with an eight-week-old puppy. So you could a couple of things. You can just put the treat right there, and he's got to take it slow. Hold your hand until he stops biting. You can also say no and bonk him, even an eight-week-old puppy. You can also take the treat and throw it on the ground. Next. Matt, I know there's a risk of trachea damage from pulling on a flat buckle. Do you there's a high that? risk. Do you run that same risk with something like a dominant dog collar as well? We use prong, but I'm just curious. Yes, you can actually kill a dog with a dominant dog collar. You can actually hang a dog to death, but you can do that with a prong. Um, you can also do that with a uh, buckle collar, a slip lead, and a martingale, and a choke chain. Next. Blessing. Sorry for commenting so much, but how do you feel about group obedience training? He doesn't need the training. I'll just be taking him to work around dogs since he is no longer reactive. Well, then it's a great idea. Next. 
Julia's gallery, I had a blind collie that lived 13 years. Her hearing was impeccable. Yeah. Very much structure. Had to say, step up, step down. She understood. She could always beat me in hide and seek. Nice. Um, Dean, thank you for all the content and live Q&As. We yeah. appreciate it from Canada. My Watched pleasure. Watched weekly while working and training dogs. Excited for the Toronto date to be released. Our five American bullies say hi, J&J. We, we have to find a location first, but until then, Buffalo is definitely going on. We get a lot of people from the Toronto area that go to the Buffalo one. I suggest signing up for the Buffalo one because that's a done deal. Next. $5 top chat from Canine Crafts and Music. They said thank you. You're welcome. I might botch your name. I'm going to say Hugh. In 2010 podcast, you stated that you were a no food and no clicker trainer. Correct. What changed your views? And I was a no food and no trigger cleaner trainer, and that was nine years ago. People what, still think you are. Right. What changed <laughs> my views is um, I was I was conditioned that clicker trainers were awful, horrific people, and I didn't want to be one of them because I got a lot of hate from them. So I was actually trained through punishments to hate them. So I finally found someone that I respected that used them, and they taught me how to use them. So back then, I got great results, but now my toolbox is bigger. Next. YWNM. Behind the scene, the positive dog trainers are bonking the dogs. They secretly watching Jeff's bonking videos. Behind this, people, balanced trainers that are put on pedestals are bonking dogs. It's so, it's so funny when people bash me about bonking, and they said, don't follow Jeff, follow these trainers. And I look at all the list of trainers, and I'm saying... If you only knew what those trainers were doing, if you only knew how they were correcting dogs, yep. if people only knew the truth, I can out them all right now, but that's not what I do. Yeah. You just take the heat for the industry. It's so funny. It's like um, anybody that works with aggressive dogs chokes them out. If you don't, you're either full of shit or you're not working with aggressive dogs. What do you do when a dog comes after you? End of story. You don't want to get bit. End of story. You choke it out. That doesn't mean you pass it out. That doesn't mean you helicopter it, but you hold it up and away from you so it doesn't bite you. You're choking the dog. You're taking away its oxygen. Everybody that works with aggressive dogs does that. It's standard operating procedure. That's like saying, hey, I'm a nurse, and I take blood draws, but I don't use needles. I'm like, what do you do, punch people in the nose and stick a fucking uh, test <laughs> a tube underneath your nose? You're full of shit. There's a lot of unethics going on in our industry. Next. Um, XBNC. I just love your glasses. You're awesome. Jeff, I've been watching you from the beginning. You know what you're talking about. Oh, thanks. Grace, service dog. Well, hold on. I only talk about things that I know that work. Let's put it that way. I only talk about things that I know work. And not just once or twice, but hundreds, if not tens of thousands of times. Next. Grace, service dogs need corrections. Fake service dogs are ridiculous. Mine is out of work now. He's attacked on the job because of an out-of-control dog in a store where it should not have been. Yes. Proud of every person here because they want to have control of their dogs. Love everyone here. Agreed. Love everyone at Solid Canine Training for raising the standards and the accountability. Cool. Thank you for the kind XBMC words. XBMC says thanks. You're welcome. Mr. Mat Matsuda. Um, I came up... I came from the era where my dad would kick my ass for doing stupid shit. Yep. We never locked our doors back then. Nowadays, you see kids shooting up crowds and shit. Well, we're not going to go there, but there's a time and a place for good old-fashioned, you know, 
Ass whooping. Ass whooping next. Cheyenne and Zeke, there's a guide dog at my school and Jesus, it pisses me off how disrespectful all the students are, constantly whistling and making kissy noises. Yep. It is. Well, the that can be stopped. Where, what, is there a teacher around? Is there a teacher around? Is there someone of authority around that can tell these students to stop doing that? Or are they worried about hurting the feelings of the other students? Or are they taking away their freedom of expression? We have the right to do that. Well, I have the right to kick you off campus. Sorry, you're being removed from this school because of your behavior. End of story. Bullying could be stopped tomorrow. You want you know this is how you stop bullies. You want to know how to stop bullies? This is how you stop bullies. At the beginning of the school year, you have a bull a anti-bullying contract. Okay? You can do this all on done online. Okay? Or on the first day of school. The parent signs it if there's a parent, the child signs it. And it says, if there is bullying, we will remove you from school. And if you can actually prove that there was bullying going on. You send the kid home, and then the parents are left to deal with it. And now you have, now it's the parents' problem instead of the school's problem. You know. I mean, if you want to, you can stop. You can stop all this stuff. The problem is, we we live in a snowflake society. It's so ironic that people are going to universities and literally taking over classrooms. Yeah. Like, are you serious? Are you fucking serious? Shut the fuck up and sit down in your chair and learn. Or get the fuck out of the school. Mm -hmm. Like, no, it doesn't work that way. You're not going to come into the school, a place of learning, and fucking cause a disruption for other kids that actually are paying the same price as you, or sometimes more. If you want to prove a point, don't go to school, get a soapbox, Fucking do a podcast and prove your fucking point. But stay off of campus. The problem is that everyone feels that they've got a, 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 their rights. Do a podcast like I am. And then people will listen to it or not listen to it. But if you're causing disruption in school, you got to be kidding me. Get the fuck out of the school. Leave. Go. Or everybody else in the classroom, they leave. Oh, so it's so funny how one or two kids will disrupt the classroom and they won't do anything about it. How, how about this? Let's take the other 30 kids, we pull them, and, we, and they stop paying tuition. Now are you going to do something about it, university president? Mm. Now are you going to do something about it? It's like my daughter's ballet school. There was a problem with one of the students there. Mm -hmm. And they're so afraid, they're so afraid to give the kid a consequence. How about this? How about the other 20 kids in the class stop paying tuition and they stop going? Yeah. Now are you, now are you, how, now are you as concerned? No. Sorry that this child has to be have its feelings hurt, but its actions warranted its, the response. These are simple concepts in life. It's like with a bonker. I don't walk up to a well-behaved dog and bonk it or correct it or shock it. No. Next. Teresa is a disservice to the working dog to train them in a sterile environment, in my opinion, and setting them up to fail. Of course it is, and they do fail, and they get washed out. Next. Kara, can you explain step by step how taking a dog out of the crate and bonking for whining in the crate would be done? Would you leave a slip lead on the dog while in the crate? Say no, then open the door? Say no is the whining, open the door, pull the dog out, 
excuse me, and bonk. Next. Yeah, they don't already have to have a leash on. Yep. Slip them. Um, Julie, I use my prong collar all the time for our dog too. She knows how to behave more and more. Um, and we don't have to use corrections, but the dog is the prong is still part of our leash. Yeah. Yeah, guys, it's no, it's no big deal to have a prong on your dog. We have to stop. We have to stop giving excuses for prongs. The only cow we make excuses for. Yeah. It's like, stop. There's nothing wrong with them. You don't have to defend a prong collar. Next. Kim, I so wish there was a balanced dog trainer with your pack walk example near me. Start one. Start one. Start one. Next. Rebecca. Hi, J&J. &J. I have a 105-pound Dobie that gets excited and bolts out the door when I take him out to potty. Would e-collar or prong be the best to make this correction? Dog training would be the best. Those tools would help, yes. Um, Kara, would you give the brake command as they come out of the crate, then bonk? God, no. No. Absolutely not. Unless you want break to be your no command. No, for like whining. Like if you're going to slip the dog. I wouldn't say. Not, you still don't say break. No. You don't say break and then bonk. It's just no. You'll fuck up your break command. Pull the dog out. Yeah. Next. Dad, I appreciate everything you do. You guys seem so busy. Please take care of yourselves. Don't burn out. Yeah, we're very, very busy. And we'll still do this. And we go to Vegas tomorrow. Yep. And we'll still be at the gym at 4.30 in the morning. Damn right. Yep. Next. Blessing, is that a pick of Angelo behind you? Yes. David Smith saw two dogs at a pet store on flat buckles pulling. Both horse, Rocky sat quietly on his prong. Yep. Every horse dog I've seen are on flats. Yep, exactly. Um, Julie, prongs and bonkers work. They sure do or we wouldn't use them. Next. David Smith, best thing I ever did when starting serious training was read a book from the 40s and 50s. Yep, exactly. The Keeler, Keeler Method of Dog Training is a good book to read. K-M-O-D-T. Next. Kara, what punishment is usually best for a dog that gets aroused when you have them in the car and you park the car? Dog's in a down the whole time, whines and gets excited when parked, e-collar causes escalate. Um, you might be e-collaring too late. Next. Michelle, I live in Canada and it's an offense to interfere with the service dog. Those kids could be arrested. Yep, it should be an offense. It's actually probably an offense everywhere, but nobody enforces it here. Right. Kathy, hi Jeff, thank you so much for no-nonsense guidance. Prong collar works wonders for my dog, Pitbull. And we are so happy on our walks and well-behaved nearly all the time. Awesome. Bob, amen on the bullying remedy, Jeff. The whole system is chicken shit, just like our prison system. Prisoners run the prisons. Yep. And, of course, it should be made a parent problem, not a school problem, but we are a society of whiners. A lot of and snow. we want everyone else to raise and parent our kids. It's never our fault. Well, it's a bunch of snowflakes out there. Yes. There's a lot of there's a lot of lack of responsibility. There's something called 100% responsibility. It should be instilled into every child in the school system to take responsibility for their actions. And people have to stop blaming everybody else for their problems and take responsibility for their own actions. And I myself included, and I do. I do. I'm big on 100% responsibility. Next. Kim, sad to say that will not solve bullying, being that the parents of the bullies do not want the title of a proper parent. They don't care, so now CPS needs to get involved. Oh, but at least they're not in the school system anymore. Next. Getting way out of context no, tonight. No, no, it will stop the problem. Yeah. They're not in the school system. Yeah. You remove the bully. You remove the bully from the school system, that solved the problem. Yeah, it's true. Now, it might still make them bullies, but at least they're not bullying in that school system. Right. With that kid. That's what we're doing. If you want to be a bully, be a bully. I mean, that's fine, but not in my school system. Mm -hmm. It's simple. If I ran a school, it's like, oh, you're bullying? Guess what? Leave. You signed a contract? Leave. 
It's like if you're late to work, you know what the consequence is, you leave. It's just the way it is. You're fired, you're terminated. That's it. First offense, you get sat down, this is it. Second offense, this is it. It's all it's all consequence. These are all consequences. People have to understand that it's like you're not just kicking a kid out of school. You're responding to an action. Next. Um Kylie, my dog is collar wise to his prong and e collar. He's an ass on a flat, but as soon as the prong or e collar goes on, he's perfect. How do I fix that? Well, how long have you been training how long have you been training the dog on the on the the remote collar and the prong collar and stop taking it off? Next. Uh, YWNM, we should bonk and put e-collars on those parents' kids. No, we should not. Jeez. Next. Auto, auto. Hi, Joelle. Follow your IG and notice your workouts. Are you a CrossFitter? I'm not. I don't label myself. <laughs> I just do a little bit of everything. Next. Um, Julie, you are too cool, Jeff. When you were passionate, I used to have a co-worker like you, passionate. Yep. And I loved to talk with her because she knew her shit. I admired her wisdom. Yep. I'm very passionate about what I do. Next. Anna, hi, J&J. Our one-year-old doodle only listens when I'm around. 11-year-old gets home before I do, and he doesn't listen to her. Breaks place, jumps on family members, suggestions. Um, yeah, she should keep a leash on the dog. Keep a leash on the dog. We got, we got way off key, guys. Let's get back to dog training, please. Um, uh, so keep a leash on the dog. The dog has to be trained then around distractions, which is what's going on, and it's not. So it needs to get, it needs to be, get rid of the arousal. The first thing I would do is bonk, and then I would train, and then reinforce the training that it already knows. Next. Kim says, agree. David, thanks for all the videos. I purchased and received my e-collar and prong. What a difference a week makes. I can't get enough of your videos. Awesome. In a week. That's great. That's great. It's really great, I know. Results. Yep. Bob, parents need to feel the pain of kids bully, fi bully fine, them a huge fine, see how they slough on it then. Yep. Um, Kylie, about eight months total using your videos, LOL. So eight months, yeah, I mean, but, but I don't know how old the dog is, and it is, but just keep the dog on the tools for now. But also, have you gotten up to correction level? Is the dog underneath voice control? There's a lot of different variables. Did you, most people keep their dogs in kindergarten, they never held the dog accountable. So that's very, very, that's very common. We see that a lot at our seminars. Next. Yep. Uh, YWNM says, LOL. That's it for right now. That's it for right now. That's okay. Oh, right here. Anna, we're gonna, thanks. We're going to start closing the show down now anyway. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Should my 11-year-old do the bonking? Um, if your 11-year-old 11 knows how to do the bonking, say no and then bonk. Sure. Next. That's it right now. All right. All right, guys. We're going to head out. Not because we're out of questions, but ironically, we're out of questions. We got, you know, the, the, you know, the show... It's time for the show to go because we have. I'm exhausted. Yeah. So. Still got to pack. And still got to pack. So guys, uh, next show will be on Friday of this week. There'll be a little icon somewhere on Friday on YouTube, obviously, but also on Facebook, giving you an exact time, East Coast time, with a link, and we'll see you all there. All right, guys. Madly in love with you, and take care. Good night. Good night, everybody. Love you.